Welcome back. Time once again for another episode of Sales Pipeline. So grab your board. We're going to swim out into that swirling sea of stuff that we call the sales pipeline. And uh, we're going to find out today from Matt Hines that uh, he actually says more sleep, more sales. So let's find out more right now. Well, welcome, everybody, to another episode of Sales Pipeline. Radio, thank you so much for joining us and making us part of your work day. Uh, if you're joining us live on the Funnel Media Radio Network, thank you so much for making us part of your work from home work day. And if you're joining us on the podcast, thank you so much for listening, for subscribing. Uh, we have our numbers continue to grow, Paul. They continue to, I think we're over 110,000 listeners now. Um, and certainly we're seeing a little bit of an acceleration as people are working from home and maybe have a little more time replacing uh, commutes back and forth to work with walks around the neighborhood and uh, we're uh, honored to be part of that and if you like this episode and like what you're hearing from sales pipeline radio you can find over 200 episodes on demand up at salespipelineradio.com every week we're featuring some of the best and brightest minds in b2b sales and marketing today is no different i'm actually really excited about this topic and our guest today we have jeff khan he is co-founder and ceo of rise science jeff thanks so much for joining us today yeah, no, it's an absolute pleasure to be here. And just thanks to, to you for taking the time to let me talk about a topic I'm passionate about and to the listeners to lending me their ear. So I, I'm excited. We get a lot of inbound pitches for people that want to be on the show. And we really tightly sort of curate sort of the, the topics and the speakers and the people we want on. And a lot of a lot of people, you know, we get a lot of pitches from topics that I think probably aren't as germane to B2B sales and marketing what you are doing is not about B2B sales and marketing, but especially in this <laughs> current world of uncertainty and stress and work from home and homeschooling from home and all this crazy stuff. Getting a better night's sleep is crazy important. You've been working on Rise Science now for over six years. Talk a little bit about like why why is this a why is sleep such a passion for you and kind of why did you create a business around this? It's a great question. And I think to understand it, we've got to rewind the clock maybe ten years or so and take you back to my dorm room where I was good friends with now my co-founder Leon and we were students at Northwestern's engineering school. We'd be up late at night, we'd be up early in the morning, you know, up late at night working on problem sets that is, up early in the morning, feeling tired and just exhausted during the day. And we honestly, we didn't know why. And we just happened to be sort of in the right place, the right time and started taking independent studies on sleep science. And sort of that unknowingly set us off into what turned out to be our life's calling, which is just taking advantage of the incredible power that a night of sleep can have on not only how you live every day, but how long you live. And it was just the simple fact for us that sleep affects, as far as I can tell, every measurable thing that we do know about human functioning, sleep has an effect on that measure. And so to think about you know, something that impacts everything that you do, impacts how long you live, and then impacts billions of people, that it's almost unheard of. Like There really is nothing else that really impacts people at that scale. And so to think about you know, helping people with that was something that uh, just for me has brought me a ton of energy and excitement for not only the past six years as we've been in business, but really the last 10 as I've gotten a chance to, to do a lot of sleep science and now beyond that sort of take it commercial. So I, I think a lot of people listening, you know, we especially right now, like people are working harder. The boundaries between work and home have sort of really kind of evaporated as we're working from home right now. Give some examples of why sort of the impact and the correlation between good sleep and productivity and why that's even more important right now. I would say in terms of its importance, it's always been essential and important. What we're seeing talking with a lot of B2B sales and marketing leaders 
that are trying to look after their teams. If you mentioned like the blurring between work and home now, there's sort of a microscope on team well-being today. And uh, whether it's I'm talking with a sales leader or the SVP of marketing, I mean, there's like a really laser focus on how their team is feeling and how they're supporting them. And so uh, the productivity changes are, are really nothing new, but I'd say the urgency to take care of this is something new. I think it's worth reminding everyone, and this was certainly shocking to me, that like sleep science is not new. This isn't like a recent trend. Uh, it turns out that about 100 years ago, the very first sleep lab in the world opened in Chicago. And so we've been studying this. We've got about a million and a half peer-reviewed papers on sleep. We have about 500,000 or 600,000 on physical activity. And so just the amount of knowledge we know about sleep is incredible, and the science is incredible, and it's now just more urgent than ever. And we can talk about productivity, I think we can talk about immunity, but happy to kind of dive in to a couple some specific examples if that would be interesting. I think that'd be really interesting because I think, you know, we, we hear, I think most people that aren't embedded in the science of sleep, I mean, clearly there's been a lot of research and study around this for a long time. Most yeah. people, I don't think, really understand some of those correlations. We hear you should get eight hours of sleep a night. Um, and for a lot yeah. of people, that can be hard. It can be hard when you're traveling, right? It can be hard when you, you know, you've spent a long day working. You've tried to help your kids through homeschool. You finally get them totally. to bed. You're like, I just need a little more time in front of the TV watching Tiger King totally. so I can get a little time to myself. <laughs> and that totally. bleeds into that sleep time. And so an extra hour sleep versus one more drink and a little Tiger King, like I, those are harder, I think, trade-offs right now. But I think if people better understood what they're giving up, not just an extra hour of sleep, but the cascading impact that has. So yeah, if you could talk about, and let's separate, let's talk about sort of productivity and energy. And I want to get into sort of the immunity conversation as well, because obviously very relevant. Yeah. So I want to see if I can sort of provide maybe a simplifying framework here. So I think many people listening to this, and Matt, I mean, you have already heard of maybe some of the benefits or you heard eight hours, you heard this. I want to share sort of what we know about the impacts. And then I want to share... You know, how we actually get those impacts. Like, how do you get all the benefits that people are talking about? So let's first talk about just like, what does sleep affect? The first thing to, I think to realize, if you were to sort of look at and visualize a sort of jar of how you spend your life, right? You'd see the biggest colored, and, and let's say each, each sort of jelly bean in this jar at a particular color, you know, yellow for sleep, green for work, red for chores, whatever that it looks like. By far the biggest chunk of that glass of how you spend your life is sleeping. And sleeping isn't an inactive thing. It's an incredibly active process where if you're sort of imaging the brain at night, there's an incredible amount of activity. So the sort of the short, simple way to understand this is that if you get less sleep than you need, your brain is directly impacted. And so we could talk about any impact mentally and cognitively, anything physically. So that's things like your metabolism, immunity, even things like your vocal tone, things like your skin health, libido. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And then things like your emotional health, right? Obviously, each of those features, right, mental, physical, emotional, which pretty much encapsulates everything, has a root in the brain. And so what happens is when you get less sleep than you need, your brain basically shuts down and just focuses on fight or flight survival mode. And so that's at, at its core sort of what's happening with this mechanism. So let's take a look at like focus, for example. Well, if you go from eight hours of sleep to seven hours of sleep for a week, your focus is similar to someone that's just took down six beers and is at the legal limit for alcohol. That's going from just eight to seven. Like that should be shocking, right? You know, on the physical side, let's look at metabolism. If you get four hours of sleep a night for five nights and we measure your metabolism, after that, you know, sleep deprivation, your metabolism will be like someone with type 2 diabetes. 
So again, going from like regular healthy levels to clinical levels, let's look at something like anxiety and stress. So again, if you get cut your sleep an hour short for a week, you're going to see that roughly 50% of people that do that will have clinical levels of anxiety. It's shocking, but we can look at empathy. We can look at happiness. There's thousands of these impacts that have been studied, you know, over the last hundred years. And so it's almost more interesting to say, well, is there anything out there that's important to you that doesn't have science on it? And I, I think we'd be hard pressed to find. And so that's sort of at least on the productivity performance side. And again, we could go in since it's a lot of sellers that are listening to this or marketers that are listening to this, we could go in and dive deep into, well, how does it affect Salesforce productivity? How does it affect my marketing team's ability to be creative and productive? But that's the core. So the question is, well, how do we get these benefits? What is it about sleep? Is it eight hours? Is it sleep quality? Is it REM? Is it, I need to track my sleep? Is it a new mattress? Like what's going on? How do you get it? Well, the kind of big finding over the last hundred years that came out in the early eighties is something called the two factor model. It's basically like the laws of physics, but for sleep. And basically what this theory proposes is that there's only two ways to get the benefits that I just talked about. One way is to reduce your sleep debt. So sleep debt is a real thing, but the way it works is if you get less sleep than you need, you build up debt. And all the performance measures we talked about are based on debt, not based on just how much sleep you got last night. And then the second is by better planning your day in accordance with your biological clock, known as your circadian rhythm, you actually do have a part in the brain called the suprachiasmatic nucleus that controls every cell and organ system when to sort of be active and alert. And so as a result of that, you actually have these performance and creativity peaks. And then you also have dips in times that are optimal to be sleeping. And so by arranging your day with your really high capacity tasks at different times, you'll actually be able to get quite a bit more performance. And if you look at you know the last 50 years of Monday Night Football game data, you actually see that the teams, West Coast teams in particular, that are playing at a circadian advantage, playing at their circadian peak will win 70% of the time, which is just, you know, shocking. It should be 50%. So the impact is just, again, massive on, on both those fronts. Talking today on Sales Pipeline Radio with Jeff Kahn. He's the co-founder and CEO at Rise Science. Over 200 episodes of this show, I'm pretty sure. First time we've ever used the term super chiasmatic nucleus uh, on Sales Pipeline Radio. <laughs> And, you know, it's funny. I mean, you mentioned a couple of things I was going to ask about, including sleep debt, because I mean, I never really understood if that was a real thing. I mean, you think, oh, like I've had a big week. I've had I'm going to sleep a lot this weekend. And it's interesting to see that the science actually backs that up, that you can actually. So it is part of what you're saying that if you have a couple nights where, listen, I mean, just like whether you're trying to lose weight or any kind of habits, you're going to have some bad days. You're going to have some bad nights. You can make that up by sleeping more and sleeping better. Yes, absolutely. So in the short term, the answer is yes. Where there's been some confusion, like if you Google, like, can you make up sleep debt? You'll see an article from Time Magazine and you'll see, no, you can't make it up. And the nuance here is that over the long term, you know, if you've been getting, let's say you need eight hours, it turns out the reason you've heard eight hours is that the average need in the population is slightly over eight, about eight hours and 10 minutes with a 35 minute standard deviation. So for those of you maybe not as statistically inclined, you know, most of us need between seven and a half to eight and a half hours, but it's an individual number, just like your height. So if you get less than that, uh, whatever that number is, doesn't mean it's eight. You could totally be seven and a half. You could totally be seven fifteen. You could totally be eight, eight thirty. You know, I'm eight hours and 20 minutes. That's my need. And if you get less than that, you build up debt over about the past 14 days is what really impacts your performance today. The reason we know that is tons of scientific studies but we've also done the largest real world study that we've got in peer review right now that's looking at sleep debt, predicting NFL game performance, college football game performance, NBA, 
point per minute efficiency and three point percentage, actually sales team revenue performance on a monthly basis, which is fascinating. So it's this sleep debt number that really matters. And yeah, absolutely. And if you look at sort of your last 14 day period, you can make it up. But long term, you know, if you've been doing this your whole life, there's a lot of, as I mentioned before, the stress response that's happening that does take a pretty serious toll on your body. So in the way that long-term smoking isn't good, same sort of thing with long-term sleep deprivation. Man, this is amazing stuff. We got to take a quick break and uh, pay some bills. We'll be back more with Jeff Con. We're going to be talking more about the science of sleep. We're going to be talking about precisely how getting more sleep can help you get more sales, which I think is going to be interesting to a lot of people here. And also talk about how the app works with what Jeff and the team have made for free for folks that are going through this current COVID crisis. Uh, we'll be right back on Sales Pipeline Radio. How do you continue to drive predictable revenue in an increasingly unpredictable time? Creating a revenue growth engine is no small task, nor is it one that can be done overnight. And these days it can feel harder than ever to hit your stride. So how can you overcome the obstacles? Read the new research report on the state of predictable revenue growth from Sixth Sense and Heinz Marketing. Get it now at hub.sixcents.com slash PRG. That's hub dot the number six S E N S E dot com slash PRG. Welcome back to Sales Pipeline Radio. Uh, we are joined today by Jeff Kahn. He is the co-founder, CEO of Rise Science. Uh, some pretty amazing research and pretty amazing impact sleep is obviously having on productivity, on uh, alertness, on just general sort of just general health. But I was also surprised to hear you use the word immunity. And as we go through this uh, COVID-19 year, lots of ideas around, should we stay away from cell towers? Should, should we be exposing ourselves to ultralight? Please don't do the Tide Pod Challenge as a way of getting, getting rid of COVID-19. <laughs> but you mentioned that you know better sleep can actually help your body's strength and immunity. Talk a little bit about what that means and how that impacts. Here's what we know. We do know that sleep and your immune health are intimately tied. Just to back that up with a couple studies, researchers have actually had folks get, you know, instead of eight hours, seven for a week, and they bring them into the lab. And what they actually do, this is amazing. They actually cultivate the common cold virus. They put it in the participants' noses, you know, after seven days of not getting enough sleep. And in this case, it was just seven versus eight. And then they measured whether or not the person caught the, caught the cold or not. What they found was, depending on the study, and there's a couple different ones, a couple things. One is, even if you're getting seven versus eight, you're 300% more likely to catch the common cold. We'd also know that not only sort of are you more likely to catch the common cold, but your sort of entire immune functioning is disrupted when you get less sleep. So there's all sorts of ways that you can measure immune function and normal healthy responses. What we know is that when you get less sleep, your immune function is not normal. So I think sort of boost is maybe not the right way to think about it, but the, the immune system is obviously very complex. What we know is that sort of the immune system functioning healthily and normally is tied to getting enough sleep at night. Now, what we don't know, what there aren't studies on, is sort of the direct impact on sleep and uh, the pathogen that causes COVID-19. So that part hasn't been studied, and I don't want to overstate this and say, if you sleep more, you're definitely not getting coronavirus. But certainly, if you could look at all the things out there that you could do to help protect your immune system, sleep would be the thing that has the biggest impact. Uh, by far, and basically anything else you can do has 
not really any real impact. You know, if you look at nutrition, if you look at, uh, you know, UV light or whatever, none of that really has impact. Of course, CDC, wash your hands, you know, all those other things. But it is kind of mind blowing to me that sleep isn't brought up as this critical protective factor that everyone should be taking really seriously. So that's sort of the, the short story on immunity. That's amazing. Um, so if I go to your website, you know, the two things I see up at the top, and this is just risescience.com, you know, you learn about the product, you learn about the science, there's an FAQ. And I would, and for folks that are interested in this, and I'm crazy fascinated by this conversation so far, check out the website and click on the science and you get a lot of this detail. The two categories you call out here are athletics and sales teams. And I know that there are professional athletes across so many different sports, baseball, football, college, college athletics, that are using Rise and Rise Science behind sort of helping their teams. Sales teams is an interesting one, right? And so based everything you've talked about so far seems to imply, okay, listen, better immunity, better energy, better alertness. Like talk about how this applies into the sales organization and what you've learned from some of your sales clients so far in terms of the impact it can have. Yeah, so I think uh, definitely we'll we'll dive into that just quickly kind of on that story and transition. So obviously athletics made sense and the way this worked was Northwestern football found out about our research that we were doing and uh, my co-founder and I were really the first to take all the data that wearables were generating and making it useful for people so you could get all these benefits we're talking about. So that was our research. Our school's football team found out about it. Quickly, you know, other teams started finding out about it and basically name a team we've likely worked with them. And time over time, what we'd see is players didn't think about sleep before. Now they're thinking about it. They get more sleep. And we'd see injury rates fall precipitously. We'd see in college and pro football players making five more plays a game. You know, we would see points per minute efficiency in, in college and pro basketball increase by 70%. I mean, just wild numbers that you haven't seen anywhere else. And uh, it just so happens that the founder of Northwestern's Kellogg Sales Institute, so in the business school, they have an institute directly kind of geared at looking at high-performance selling habits, contacted us and said, well, Jeff, would you partner with me in this Fortune 200 sales team I'm working with? So, you know, sellers are the pro athletes of corporate America. How do we, can we study the impact? And so we actually did this five-month controlled trial with 100 sellers and, you know, did all the attribution and really, I mean, impressive statistical study. And what we found at the end of this was that there were market improvements in productivity, I'd say even stronger than what we saw in sports teams. So the first thing we looked at was uh, outbound calls. So outbound calls went up 50% when we saw sleep debt increase. And then we also saw the quality of those outbound activities increase such that there was a 14% increase uh, in revenue per month. And it's just wild. I mean, it, to, to see that level of impact because of sleep is really kind of crazy to think about. And just like pausing there for a second, just so that everyone kind of understands the math, if you're running a team right now, just add up, what's the average revenue that your sales team does? Let's say it's 100000 to make the numbers easy. Well, 14% of that is $14,000 a month that you're losing because your team is sleep deprived. And by fixing sleep, you can get that back. And it's just wild to see. I mean, it makes it surprising, I think, for folks that haven't been thinking about it. But it's not surprising. It's unsurprising for people that are really intimately in tuned with how do sales activities happen? What goes into a sales activity? What goes into sales success repeatedly? So if you look at things like focus, if you look at things like your vocal tone, if you look at the human ability for empathy, if you look at the human ability to have lateral creative open thinking, if you look at your ability to have sort of mental toughness, those sorts of things that go into day in, day out, high performance selling, sleep is the thing that drives those. And so when you look at, well, how do I improve those factors? You really only have two options. One, 
recruit people that are higher in those areas or B, and obviously you can train kind of in that area. None of that training is going to do any good if your reps just aren't sleeping well. So that's really kind of a crazy idea right now. But we're seeing a lot of leaders today kind of look at this under a microscope just because of this whole COVID crisis. Just a couple more minutes here with Jeff Kahn, who's the co-founder CEO of Rise Science. You can check him out at risescience.com. And you can also find their app uh, available up at the App Store. Um, and uh, it's got a super crazy high rating, which is always good to see. And it's available for free right now. So uh, my last question for you as we have to wrap up here is, the science all is amazing. It makes a ton of sense. Uh, if you believe in it, the easy answer is just get more freaking sleep. So, yeah, exactly. uh, so I think some people may say, like, why do I need an app just to get myself more sleep? And I think there's a variety of sort of good answers to that. But just, you know, in a minute or two, like, why should someone use an app to sort of take advantage of all these benefits that great we're sleep can have for them? Here's the surprising thing. Obviously, I think people know the benefits, but probably most of you listening to this are like, well, I don't feel like sleep is really affecting me that much. I feel just fine. So it turns out, again, researchers have studied this, and uh, the finding happens to be that humans have very little subjective capacity to tell how sleep-deprived you are. Hmm. So what does that mean? We're walking around with way more sleep deprivation than we think we are. To give you a sense, if you are at all a little sleepy during the day, meaning like, you know, one o'clock, right about now, maybe you feel a little bit sleepy, that is extreme levels of sleep deprivation. If it takes you less than five minutes to fall asleep, extreme levels of sleep deprivation. So we, as a sort of species, do not have the ability to actually tell how sleep deprived we are. So, you know, you might really think that what we're talking about really doesn't apply to you, but science shows you should really rethink that. And so what's really important here is that what an app can do is be measuring your sleep patterns in the background and actually tell you how much sleep debt you have. Um, on top of that, we mentioned the circadian rhythm at the beginning of this. Uh, we're able to actually visualize that and show you your personalized circadian rhythm throughout the day so you can better plan. That thing is changing all throughout the day. So there's a, quite a bit of science and algorithm that go into telling you what your sleep debt is, figuring out your sleep need, predicting. We actually use a bunch of models from the Department of Defense to help predict what your circadian rhythm is. So we make it really easy, but there's just a significant amount of data science and algorithmic work to make sure that this is something you can use. And so that's really uh, why it's so critical. And I think the other thing that maybe people tend to forget is getting good sleep and getting enough sleep isn't just about what you do when you hit the pillow, right? It's what are you doing during the day? So when are you having caffeine versus not? When are you getting light exposure? When are you, are we able to help let you know that it's time to decompress and actually watch Netflix and Tiger King? But, you know, only watch 45 minutes of it tonight. Don't go and binge it for two and a half hours because your sleep debt's through the roof, right? So it's important that that technology is able to have an impact there. And kind of what our initial research showed is you can make a big impact with this as, so long as you have the right data and that you're able to use the right science to make it useful to people. Uh, you know, otherwise, just a tracker. So there are a lot of trackers out there and the science on them shows that it, it, it doesn't really move the needle in a way that just having a scale wouldn't necessarily move the needle for weight loss, for example. Amazing stuff. We're going to have to wrap up here, but I want to thank our guest, Jeff Kahn from Rise Science. Check them out, risescience.com. Go to your favorite app store and look for Rise Track Sleep. Uh, they have generously made the app available for free right now to help folks sort of get through this current craziness. We will put a link to those in our show notes as well. And if you would like to impress your friends with your now uh, knowledge of the super charismatic nucleus, you can find this episode up on Sales Pipeline Radio com in a couple days and as well as every episode past present future of sales pipeline radio this has been awesome on behalf of my producer paul this is matt Hines. thanks for joining us for another episode 
of Sales Pipeline Radio. You've been riding along, surfing the wave with Matt and his friends right here in the Funnel Radio channel for at-work listeners like you.